Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game back at it Chuckery Show hanging out at Kia Studios final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour Chuck Rose gets first request little Bill Weathers to get us uh, started here 404-726-0929 that is the Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part uh, of the show honestly absolutely catch on the go Social media at 929 The Game on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And at JMCH316 on Twitter and at DD Lewis for real on Twitter. We will uh, we'll have an announcement on uh, Monday. So I will uh, we'll we'll save it to Monday, right? We'll uh we'll save it for Monday. So we'll because uh, uh, we got some we got some things to work out first, uh, you know, try to get everything together. But we will have an announcement on the for the show on uh, Monday. So anyway, it's all good news. It's not, well, again, maybe, maybe for some people it might be, might be good news, might be bad news. Depends on, you know, how much you like me or don't like me or whatever like that. So anyway, but um, we'll get to all of that. So uh, let's do a quick uh, Braves closeout here as we look back for today. Well, Braves did win uh, today, earlier this afternoon, as uh, they close out that series against the California Angels. They take two out of three from the Angels, and now they get ready to head to Chicago, to the Windy City, where Max Fried will get the start tomorrow night uh, for the uh, Braves against the Chicago Cubs. Today, though, the Braves pounded on the California Angels 12-5. to uh, At one point, it was 9-1. to uh, the Braves uh, were up. Um, you got home runs today from Olsen, Riley, and Ronnie. Uh, Olsen hit his 37th home run. Riley has hit his 25th home run. Ronnie hit his 25th home run. Here's the thing, though, and what do we always talk about, right? We always talk about the bottom of the order, okay? Because I know those guys at the top are really good. I know that. But they're seven, eight, and nine hitters today. They were four for 10 with six runs scored and two RBI. Rosario was 0 for 3, but he scored a run on a walk. Arcia was 1 for 3. He scored twice. And Michael Harris was 3 for 4 with three runs and two RBI. 
Can I tell you, Michael Harris is red hot over his last 12 games. He's hitting 404. 404 over his last 12. His batting average is now up to 283 with a 330 on base and a 469 slugging. Don't look now, but it's starting to shape up to some of the numbers that we saw last year. Now, his RBI and home run totals will probably be down year over year. But as far as his batting average goes and his on-base, they'll be pretty close to the same levels. In fact, his on-base will probably be a little bit higher than it was last year. Even if he hit, because again, if you look, and let me see what his on-base was. I think it was I think it was below 330 for him last year, for Michael Harris last year. But, you know, he hit like 297 um, last year. And, yeah, he had a 339 on base percentage, hitting 297. Well, he's hitting 283 right now, and he's got a 330 on base percentage. So if he can get to about 290, he'll definitely be, you know, at least at where he was at last year from an on base uh, percentage. So, again, for all the struggles that that he has gone through, uh, and by the way, his 461 OPS, a little bit, or sorry, his 461 slugging, that's down a little bit. But we talked about the the home runs and stuff. But again, his batting average and on base will be kind of comparable to what it was last year. And when you're talking about hitting in the nine hole, that's all that matters. Get on base, steal a base, and score. Because you got that guy up at the top of the order that's that's gonna you're gonna flip the lineup around, right? Like what do we always talk about? The reason it's so important for seven, eight, nine to do something is it turns the lineup over. And and you just don't have a lot of dead outs, you know, in this lineup. So again, four for ten with six runs scored and two RBI uh for it. So big time numbers for the bottom um of the order. Ronnie had a monster day. He was three for four with four runs scored and three RBI. He obviously had the home run. Um, Riley was one for four with a run and a couple of RBI. And Matt Olson had three walks on the day, one for two with a run and an RBI. That comes from the home run um, that he hit. And, you know, the guy who lost the day that pitched for the California Angels, Lucas Giolito was a guy that I wanted to see the Braves maybe get in the mix for. Uh, wanted to see him potentially come to Atlanta, but we did not pull the trigger on a starting pitcher. But Lucas Giolito was one of the guys that I had identified, you know, from the White Sox, and they're having a fire sale when, in Chicago. But uh, one of the guys that I would have looked at. Um, Yanni Shirinos is all right. I mean, five innings, six hits, three earned runs, uh, a walk, five strikeouts. That's good. Did not give up a home run in the game. Did not give up a homer. 75 pitches. So his ERA right now sits at 442. So Tonkin, Johnson, Yates, McHugh, they pitch four innings. They do give up two runs uh, when all is said and done. But um, no no big deal because the Braves are so far um, out front. They were, they were so far out front in this, uh, in this game and um, you know, again, they they win the series easily, two games, you know, to none, or sorry, two games out of three. Um, now it's on to Chicago to take on the Cubs and old friend Dansby Swanson. 
We do know now that Max Fried is going to pitch on Friday. So we've seen that. So, again, he's going to get his start tomorrow. Uh, pitched last Saturday in Gwinnett, or for Gwinnett, I should say. Pitched for Gwinnett last Saturday in his last rehab start. So now he gets ready, and now he's going to get the ball in his hands. And obviously we hope because, again, they didn't do anything from a starting pitching perspective. And and I did read a good article talking about the Braves' farm system may not be nearly as good as what it's been in years past, and that's a lot of because the guys that have come up here have played really well. Like they, The guys that have come up here have not only come up, but they've stuck, right? Unlike the Christian Pache's and the Drew Waters and guys like that that we heard so much about and had so much hype around, Strider, Elder, Michael Harris, you know, Schuster, like those guys have contributed over the last couple of years. So, again, an interesting article because it was talking about maybe the Braves' minor league system isn't flush with talent right now. So when you're talking about trying to get a Verlander, I mean, look, if you saw Day-Day, to get Verlander, they gave up their best prospect in their minor league system. And I think it was their – was it their fourth best pitching prospect, I think, in their system? Third or fourth best pitching prospect. So, again, they gave up some assets yeah, to did. get Verlander. Mm-hmm. They they had to give up some assets to get Verlander. But, again, they're in World Series mode, right? And they've had plenty of young guys that have come up and contributed, right? But they gave up their best prospect. And, and by the way, wasn't it uh, wasn't it Ronnie's brother? Was that the guy that yeah. went to? Was that the guy uh, that went to? Yeah, the, uh, Cunha's, uh, Cunha, uh, yeah, Cunha's, Cunha's younger brother. brother. Yeah, yeah it's his, so it's his little brother. And uh, it's funny because Ronald said that he's more advanced at his age than Ronnie was at that age. So, again, scary thought. Um, I know, right? You know, to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, another one. So maybe at some point he'll come to Atlanta. Maybe at some point he'll. He'll come hang out here. It'd I'd be kind of cool because oh, yeah. was the kid, I guess the Contreras was the last kind of yeah the brothers, brothers that, yeah that were you know where everybody was really pretty good yeah because the last brothers I think the last time I remember brothers playing together was the Molina brothers right yeah. I mean mm-hmm. the Yadier Molina Yadier, yep. who's who's retiring I think this year mm-hmm. Benji Molina um, so you know again we don't. We don't see that as often in today's baseball no, you don't. as what we used to see it, right? We used mm-hmm. to see a lot yep. uh, out of guys, you know, either father-sons. When's the last time a father-son played together? Together? Oh, I don't know. Or, or even, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, together. I mean, I, has there been anybody besides Griffey that, that father-sons uh, have played together? I feel together? like there has been, but it's, uh, let me, I got to research that because I feel like there has been someone not super recently, but I feel like there was another set after them, but I could be wrong on that. Because that was 89 or 90 when, when Griffey and Griffey played together. Uh, it's been a while, but we don't see that very often, right? We don't see, you know, brothers playing together or, you know, father-son playing together. Um, but anyway, um, but nonetheless, Braves win uh, today. Uh, they pound on the uh, the Angels and now head into uh, Chicago for a – uh, three-game set. And, um, you know, look, the uh, the Cubs are, you know, kind of very middling, you know, right now. Um, they're beating the Reds right now as we speak. But, you know, they've been very kind of – they've been very kind of middling this year. You know, they are um, uh, 54 and 53, 
four games out of first place in the NL Central. Um, they're only 28 and 27 at home and 26 and 26 on the road. They are, though, the only team in that division that is a plus run differential. And while they've only won one in a row, their last 10, they are 8 and 2 in their last 10. 8 and 2. So, again, not necessarily a playoff team, but they played well of late and they are a plus run differential team. So, uh, but Braves do win. Braves win at uh, ten to five, or sorry, twelve to five, and um, you know now they've had now they got the huge standing, uh, huge lead, eleven and a half over Philadelphia, thirteen over the Fishnets, nineteen over the Mutts. Again, the division has been over for a while. All right, 404-726-0929. We're opening up the phone lines to you, asking you this question. Does Bijan run for more yards, or does Kyle Pitts catch more yardage in receptions? We'll talk about that next. Chuck Rinnakia Studios, Sports Radio, 1990 Game, Odyssey.com app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuckery show. Brown Liquor Music Hour rolling right along. 
Oh, it's uh, Jump to It by Aretha Franklin. Aretha, yeah. This was uh, produced by uh, Luther Vandross. Fact, it I think sounds he, like that. Fact, I think he wrote the song. Okay. He produ- So I think he produced that whole album that has Jump to It, but he wrote this song. Was this the same album as Pink Cadillac? No, that's, that... Natalie, that's Natalie Cole. Natalie Cole? I'm yeah. On, we're rolling down on a freeway. Yeah, freeway that was Natalie that was, or Freeway of Love, I'm sorry. Yeah, Freeway of Love. Pink Cadillac was was a cover by yeah, Natalie Cole. Yeah, I'm sorry. Freeway of Love, but was this the same album? No, no. Okay. That was who. That's who Zoom and Who. Gotcha. I, I okay. Jump, jump to it. I think it's. A, I think Jump to it is the title track. Okay. Of kind of her comeback album. Okay. But Who Zoom and Who was afterwards? Was, yes, and was produced by Narada Michael Walt. Walt. He had worked with. Um, he had worked a lot with. Um, um, oh gosh, George Michael and okay. some other artists and stuff like that. Okay, so, gotcha. But yes, that was uh, that was the Who's Zoom and Who album. Oh, gotcha. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, love. I love that song. Yeah, Who's that Zoom was a Who. great song. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, 404-726-0929. So here's what we're doing. We're opening up the phone lines to you if you want to jump in. I'm asking the question: Who ends up with more yards, Bijan Robinson rushing the football, or Kyle Pitts receiving? The football. You know, we've talked a lot about Kyle Pitts and what I think he needs to do this year. And I do, and I will stick to my guns that he needs to be a guy that has a big influence on football games and why we win. And to me, that's got to be that Travis Kelsey type of number. Like it can't be 1,026 yards and two touchdowns. That's not impacting things. We're talking about the 100 catch, 1,400 yards, 12 touchdowns. We're talking about at that kind of level. You know, we need him to be at that level to be able to get to where we want to go. Because if our if the star players that we have drafted, you know, are in, you know, positions of not being able to influence the game as directly as what we would like. But, again, it is what it is. These are the guys we have to roll with, so they have to perform at that level. And look, I don't think it's ridiculous for Kyle Pitts to end up with that kind of level of, um, you know, production and numbers. Now, a lot has to go into that. He's got to stay healthy. He's got to be good. Desmond Ritter's got to get him the football and look for him. So, I mean, there are things that go along with it, right? We talk about four things have to happen before you catch the football. But I think that he ends up with more yards than what B. John Robinson does. Part of it is the expectation. He's got to be that good. If we're going to get to where we want to be, if we want to be a playoff team, contender, looking at making a run, then we've got to do it. We've got to have that kind of production out of Kyle Pitts at this point. And, yes, it's year three, and hopefully he's healthy. And, again, you saw him on the – on the practice field here, I mean, again, he looks good, right? I mean, he's really unlimited. He's not limited at practice for the Falcons. So it's got to happen this year. Or we're going to kind of be fledgling around and floundering around because our stars can't be enough of our stars. So I think he beats Bijan from that standpoint. Now, again, the thing that's going to be interesting about Bijan is how much he actually ends up starting. You know, how much does he actually does he actually start? Because Arthur Smith has been a little bit reluctant 
to play some of our rookies. I'm not saying that he's held rookies back, but, you know, Kyle Pitts in his rookie year, there were times when he wasn't on the field, especially down in the red zone, where he was MIA. We can't have those kinds of things. And and certainly Bijan, I do believe, being in a different position and different role will be will be in the mix. But I don't think that there's going to be a a, a drastic difference in the amount of carries between Bijan Robinson and between um Tyler Algier. Like I don't think that there's going to be a drastic difference in the amount of carries. I don't think Bijan's getting 400 carries and Tyler Algier is getting 150 or whatever, 100 carries. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. So I still take Pitts as far as more yards than what Bijan runs for and touchdowns, you know, maybe maybe both of those guys are double-digit touchdown guys. Maybe both of those guys are about a dozen touchdowns apiece. I could see I could see Bijan Robinson being – you know, a thousand twenty-six yard running back. You know, like we we talk about Kyle Pitts and his thousand twenty-six yards receiving. Well, I could see Bijan Robinson being a thousand twenty-six yards and ending up with ten touchdowns. You know, that's the that's the thing about. It. See, that's impact. That's the difference between numbers for the sake of numbers and having real impact on a football game. And he gets ten touchdowns for this team. I mean, that's that's a big number for him. Because I do think that Jonu Smith, London, Pitts, I do think they're all going to have pretty good years offensively. So I'll take Kyle Pitts in that discussion just because of the expectation and where we expect him to be living up to the hype of a Travis Kelsey, you know, as he enters into year four. So um, 404-726-0929. And, of course, Falcons are a week away, well, a week and a day away. Uh, today is – wait, wait, what is today? Yeah, I got confused today. I just uh, It's Wednesday. I thought it yeah. was Tuesday for some reason, well, but it's Wednesday. Yeah, I, again, because we're off tomorrow, uh, we'll be back on Friday. Right. Um, thinking like it was Thursday today. but um, So Falcons will play a week from Friday. That will be August 11th that they'll take on the Miami Dolphins. And really what to look for is those practices – that they're going to have, right? The joint practice that the Dolphins and the Falcons are going to have coming up next week, that will be kind of, okay, let's see who who's gets the better of who and let's see who matches. Because, again, these guys are ready to start hitting people, all right? I mean, they, they've, they've hit everybody of their own teammates that we can possibly hit. Now let's hit somebody with a different colored hat on. And I think it'll be, you know, a good game. But, you know, what I'm looking for – next week is to get a sense of are we a really good team? You know, do, do we have personnel that we look like? Again, the results may be a little bit different, but do we look like a team that's ready to compete? Do we look like a team that, you know, can, can get to the playoffs? You know, do we have that kind of look and that swagger to us? Well, maybe, maybe not. But we'll know, you know, some things come, you know, next Friday um, after the game. But we certainly won't know everything about this team. Certainly won't know everything about it. We certainly won't know everything about Bijan or sorry, uh, Desmond Ritter at quarterback. We'll have an idea because we saw the four games and we'll see what he does in, in preseason here. But we'll have an idea, but we won't have any kind of long-term 
concrete evidence to support all of that. Uh, but look, I think Desmond's going to be fine. Um, you know, it'd be exciting to just see him get out on the field. And I, and I'm also, and we won't know this in the preseason, but I'm also going to be interested to see how much they allow him to throw and, and be a part of this offense. I am curious to see how much that he is going to throw the football around the field to Drake London and Kyle Pitts and guys like that. But how much are they going to give him? We talked about this before about the idea of, will they allow him 450 pass attempts? Will they allow that to be the over? You know, Matt was about 600 pass attempts, you know, a year, not not counting, you know, dropbacks and stuff like that, but it was about 600 pass attempts a year. I don't think they're going that crazy with Desmond Ritter, but can he be 450? Can he be, can he be somewhere in that 450 range? Maybe. You know, again, we'll see what, the, what happens with it, but obviously, you know, it all gets started up come a week from Friday as the Falcons will be down in Miami, and um, that'll be, again, the practices will be the thing to really watch. The joint practices, and that will be the thing to watch just to see guys hitting guys, guys, you know, getting a little bit more oomph in their step and things like that, right? You've just been kind of holding back and, excuse me, hitting your own guys. Now you got a chance to, you know, put a hat on somebody different. Now you got a chance to, you know, kind of thump somebody a little bit differently. And, you know, we'll see what happens as we get to uh, next Friday. Don't forget, we do have uh, the Hall of Fame game coming up tomorrow. Coverage will be at uh, 7.30, 8 o'clock kick. Uh, that'll be the, the uh, 7.30 will be the pregame show. So the Jets and the Browns uh, do hook up and play tomorrow night um, up in Canton, Ohio, my hometown of Canton, Ohio, for the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame game. So we'll see what the uh, these two teams look like. I, I don't even know if A.A. Ron is going to play. I'm, I'm guessing, do you think the league said, look, can you just run a couple of plays? Can, can you just literally just up, throw a pass, run another play, and get off the field? Right? Because the NFL wants to, you know, showcase this thing, right? You know, even though it's a preseason game, they still want to have a showcase of, okay, you know, it's Jets and Browns and, I want to see Miles Garrett on one side and lining up to go eat A.A. Ron. You know, so I don't know how much of the stars we're going to see. I don't know how much any of those guys are going to play. But, you know, it will still be the fascinating question about what they can do versus that Browns defense. And obviously Aaron Rodgers in his new team now and, you know, full uh, full expectations of what this team is going to be for – not just, you know, for us, but, you know, the Jets are one of those teams that people are looking at as potential Super Bowl teams, right, because they got A.A. Ron. I think that's a little bit rich, but they certainly should be in the playoffs when all is said and done. All right, 404-726-0929. That is our phone line. It's also our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line to be a part of the show. Uh, we head to the top of the hour. Is it uh, – is it JR Sports Brief? Yeah, it's JR. Okay. All right. You sure? Positive. Not Jason. No. Okay. All right. So JR Sports Brief at the top of the show. Chuck with the key studios. Sports Radio and that's on the game. Odyssey.com app.
After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuckery Show, hanging out at the Kia Studios. GR Sports Brief coming up at the top of the hour. Uh, 404-726-0929. What is it? Alphabet Street, right? Yeah, I must say, when all our Prince conversations, this is a song we've never really mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, we haven't really gotten too much into the new power generation yeah, part of Prince. MPG, but but yeah. this was, this was, you know, well, well this was... Um, from that out al- from the album Alphabet Street was it yes, not? Yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, eh, this this wasn't all that. It wasn't his greatest work, no. but yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, it's Prince. So, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Have you seen that Vince McMahon is supposedly recovering from spinal surgery? I did not. Yeah. No. Supposedly he had severe spinal surgery. Oh wow. Uh, they haven't. I mean, they haven't completely said because it's kind of like the. Remember when Triple H was recovering from a, from mm-hmm. a heart-related yeah. issue yeah. a few years ago, and we never really got the full scoop right. Excuse me on all that? Well, supposedly Vince McMahon is uh, recovering from um, spinal surgery. So Wow. We, uh, we talked earlier in the show with, uh, with Dan Gartland. Excuse me, Gartland. Um, got the hiccups. Um, and we talked a little bit about SummerSlam, uh, and we probably won't get a chance – Tomorrow night to preview SummerSlam because we've got Rankham coming up at uh, 1040 tomorrow night. But Friday. Oh, yeah. What is tonight? Today's Wednesday. <laughs> See? 
but 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 again, we're not we're not going to be here tomorrow. Right. So it'll be Friday. Friday. Yeah. We won't get a chance to preview. Yeah. On Friday, Friday because, because of, of Rankum. Rank yes. Yeah. So again, this is our last night uh, before Friday night. But um, you know, I am looking forward to SummerSlam, and, and as I told Dan, it's because I give the benefit of the doubt to the WWE right now. Like, like right now at this moment in time, I give them the benefit of the doubt because they've done a masterful job on their pay-per-views. Royal Rumble mm-hmm. was a, a massive hit. WrestleMania was fantastic. Backlash in Puerto Rico was fantastic. Like, they've hit a home run on all of their pay-per-views that they've had. The one that was up in Montreal um, a few months ago. Like, they've hit a home run on their pay-per-views. And, like, this is their number two show. Yeah. This, this really is their number yeah. two show. SummerSlam, Summer, I mean, if it's if it's the tent poles, it's WrestleMania 1, SummerSlam 2, Royal, Royal Rumble 3, Rumble. Survivor Series 4. Yeah. And so this is their second biggest show. You know, WrestleMania is the only one that's bigger than this. Right. And it's funny because didn't, wasn't Royal Rumble kind of the second biggest one um, when it came to them doing the annual pay-per-views and then SummerSlam came out? Well, And the, then SummerSlam surpassed Royal I, Rumble? I believe that the second, I believe of the four big pay-per-views, so WrestleMania was, was the first right. one. I believe Survivor Series because they put that That's on. That's right, Survivor, you know, Survivor Series. Survivor Series That's was right. on free TV yes. on USA Network. It sure was. To counter, to counter program Starcade. Right. Um, and that was Vince saying that, hey, you know, we're going to put something on, mm-hmm. you know, to counter program Starcade. Right. Because the first couple, I think, were on USA Today Network. Right. Um, and it was free mm-hmm. uh, while you had to go on pay-per-view to get Starcade. Right. So, and then... Um, what was Royal Royal Rumble was also a reactionary. Wasn't it more, re, was it reactionary to programming or was it just based off of, because remember they used to do Royal Rumbles at some of the, because um, like, was it was like the Saturday night main events, I want to say they used to do the Royal Rumble. They used to do Royal Rumbles on one of the regular program shows. Well, the first Royal Rumble was on free TV. Mm-hmm. Because Jim Duggan won the first Royal right, Rumble, right? Um, and that that whole concept was developed by Pat Patterson. Pat Patterson mm. created the Royal Rumble, okay. Where it was so Pat Patterson, when he was a wrestler in California, they always did a huge because he was he was mostly wrestling on L.A. right uh, when, when him and uh, Ray Stevens were partnered up, and that was right. one of the great tag teams of all time. But they used to do a lot of battle royals. For their big shows mm-hmm. in Los Angeles, it was a right. huge thing. Is is their big, you know, their annual uh, Royal Rumble, or not Royal Rumble, but Battle Royal um, right. that they would do. And Pat kind of fed off that concept and put together with time and different things like that, like the, like the the intervals and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like he created the Royal Rumble. Okay. So the first Royal Rumble, I believe, was on USA Today right. Network, and Jim Duggan was, I think, the first Royal Rumble winner. Okay. Um, and then it just kind of morphed into everything from there. Right. So, um, but uh, again, I'll give the WWE the benefit of the doubt because their home, they're they've hit a home run on their pay per views yeah. this year, and the card doesn't look all that interesting. I mean. For instance, the the main event is going to be Jay Uso versus Roman Reigns. Okay, and I told Dan this. I mean, on on when we talked to him earlier, there's not a chance in the world that the WWE is putting the belt on Jay Uso. No, no. I mean, sorry. I mean, but with all due respect, 
Jay Uso is not winning the undisputed title. No, they're going to add another. They're they're going to add another ripple to the to the bloodline storyline. Right. That's all. That's right. that's what they're going to do here. Well, I I I still contend it it needs to set itself up for Cody and Roman mm-hmm. to go after one another. I mean, I do think that Cody is going to beat Brock Brock Lesnar um, clean in the middle of the ring. I think he's going to get a decisive win, mm-hmm. and then that will put that trilogy to bed, and right. then we'll see. The chase for Roman's thought. Something will something will happen that mm-hmm. he'll get a shot. Because remember, there was that stipulation, right? If Cody lost or like that, he doesn't get another title shot right. or whatever it was. But there'll be something that will that will get them back together. It may not be till WrestleMania of last right. next year. Um, when WrestleMania's in Philadelphia. It may not be till WrestleMania mm-hmm. next year. But I I still contend they have to put the belt on Cody. He's the biggest baby face. In, on their television. Like, there's right. nobody that's a bigger baby face than, than Cody Rhodes, and he's the next guy in line. And, again, they, you know, he's not the son of a plumber. He's the grandson of a plumber, right? right? <laughs> yeah. In the old Dusty line, you know. So, <laughs> again, I, I still think they have to do that and let him end Roman Reigns' reign. Right. Right? Who's yeah. got the thousand days or whatever like that. You know, right. now, that doesn't – today's modern fan doesn't really care about all that. No. You know, we don't we don't care about all that. We want to see a Cody Rhodes pin Roman Reigns. See, that's why I didn't like the fact that they pinned Roman Reigns in that last pay per view. That was oh, the with Jay, Uso, with the Usos, yeah, with the versus, Usos the, versus Solo uh, yeah. and uh, and yeah, because he hadn't been pinned in what was it? Oh, it's like I mean, it's been something like crazy four like, years or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I mean, he hadn't been pinned right. Uh, even even before when he was champion, like but like when he was champion. Even before that, that's how long that streak mm-hmm. goes back to. Yeah. So I didn't like the idea of them pinning him. Um, but, okay, it is it is what it is at this you point. Know, I didn't mind it just because, again, I think they're trying to milk this bloodline thing. Oh, they are. As I mean, much as they can. I think they're going to take it to WrestleMania next year. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that they're going to take it to – I think Cody and Roman are going to hook back up at mm-hmm. WrestleMania, and there's going to be something that they will carry this all the way to WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. So it, it makes sense. I mean, again, it's it's the the ratings on SmackDown especially are insane. Like yeah. they are, they're they're like four million people <laughs> that that are back watching wrestling. Um, and and again, it it always goes back to if you get a hot product or get something that's hot, you know. Again, that's why people wanted to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin in nineteen ninety eight. Yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. that whole like they they wanted era, to, they yeah. wanted to see those guys. You know, and that's why you know the, the more than just the the war itself. You had star power, and yeah. again, people were tuning in, in droves. I mean, there were tens of millions of people that were watching yeah. wrestling back in the Attitude Era. But um, but I still think that Cody needs to win the belt. I think it's still a babyface territory, um, despite Roman having it a thousand days, whatever like that. And uh, but I still think it's a babyface territory, and mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes would be the perfect guy. He'd be the perfect guy. To carry that belt and move forward. Yeah, you know who I who I'm really really who's really grown on me mm-hmm. um, as a heel, uh, Dom, Dirty Dom. Him, well, that whole I, I think I, <laughs> I look. I think he's great. I, yeah, I, I think I love that. Him. Yeah, and he's not doing anything, Mm-mm. and and they're just the it's just the natural effect of yeah. booing Dominic, <laughs> right? I mean, it's just it's so good. Yeah, I mean, it's so good. There, there have been really a lot of good performances. You know, again, 
I'll 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 give Gunther uh, credit as the Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm. And by the way, he's moving into the territory of longest Intercontinental yeah. Championship. But he's a phenomenal wrestler. Phenomenal yeah. wrestler. You know who he reminds me of? Um, but he seems to have a little more star power as a heel. Is um, is uh, Regal, William Regal? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he's. He's a pretty good-sized dude, mm-hmm. and he's got all kinds of star power. Like yeah. I, Gunther is fantastic. Yeah, I think he's I think he's one of the best wrestlers on earth, and he's fantastic. Yeah, they'll you know? eventually. I think he'll go babyface at some point too, because I think he's got the he's got. Uh, if they want to play up on that Russian stuff, yeah. I mean, you know, or German stuff. I mean, I don't know. I mean. If so, it's got to be a long ways away. Yeah, it's gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say it's gonna be a ways away. I think I mean, it'll be a ways away. It's it's like the Undertaker, right? Mm-hmm. There, there, there came a point where the Undertaker, no matter what he did, could not be a heel. Right. You know right. that that's. I mean, the the Undertaker is one of those characters that, and Ric Flair is like this too. You can't be in the business that long, and, and have that right. much success, yeah. and not have everybody universally cheer you. Yeah. You know, yeah. and again. People aren't going to boo Ric Flair, right. and people are not going to boo The Undertaker. I don't care mm-hmm. what he does. I don't. I don't care if he, you know, flips it out and he takes a whiz <laughs> all over the all over the first row. They'll be like, "Yeah, he had that coming." You know, they had that coming. I mean, honestly, I mean, right. so it's it's crazy. But he's he's a guy that at this point you can't boo uh, The Undertaker. You get guys to that level that they're they're that good. Yeah. You know, and and they're that entrenched in the mindset of the fans mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. But I, I, I like the idea of SummerSlam. I think Cody's got to win. Um, Gunther should beat Drew McIntyre. But yeah. I'm concerned that they're going to put the belt on Drew. I hope not. Uh, Gunther should I could win see that them. Thing. I could see them doing some interference in that one um, because I think it's too soon to put the belt on, on Drew. Well, it's not too soon. He's been the heavyweight champion. Well, I it's, mean, from his you, return, you know, I guess. Well, I, I mean, let me put it like this. There's no reason to take the belt off, off of Gunther. Gunther yeah, that's the big thing. Yeah. is I'm not saying that Drew's not a, a champion worthy. I mean, Drew, they screwed Drew right after WrestleMania, the mm-hmm. pandemic. Yeah. Like that should have been his shining moment. Yeah, where he was at the top of the mountain, and and he was. But people don't remember all that because mm-hmm. it was the pandemic. Yep, people don't remember all that kind of stuff. So we'll see what happens. But I I, I give the benefit of the doubt. I'll be. Uh, oh, and and we'll talk to. Um, I'll be on with Bo Johnson sometime around eight thirty or something like that on Sunday. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, no. On Saturday. On Saturday. Okay. Yeah. On sa- he's doing a show he's on doing Saturday. Saturday. So he okay. Me, he asked me to just jump on for a few minutes uh, to talk about the SummerSlam. Nice. So, uh, so we'll do all of that. So, anyway, when we get back, it'll be time for the Love TKO. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio after the game, Odyssey.com app.
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.